Welcome Sunny Conversations. I'm Heather Hauser and I am so glad you are joining me today. You so appreciate life. I mean, really appreciate life. Uh, your loved ones, um, ask your wife, mm-hmm. who is just beautiful. She's pretty great. Yeah, she's. I, I just met her for the first time just a few minutes ago. She is just so sweet and just gorgeous. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Yeah, no doubt to that. Absolutely. I got a, did real good on that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> did real good. Yeah, you did. Really swung above my weight class on that one, no doubt. There's no one who will tell you different. So, do you think some of the things that you've gone through in your past? have helped you truly embrace and appreciate life and living life from day to day? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. That would be pretty accurate, I'd say. Because, like, again, like, I don't mind talking about some of the things that have happened to me. Um, so, like, when I, when I was younger and I was in a pretty serious car accident, like... Mm-hmm. I was in a coma and I was, you know, on life support for a while and it was a bad scene, you know, like I had, was in a wheelchair and all, you know, a lot of things happened where it looked pretty grim for a pretty long time, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, I think part of it, you know, being 17 helped, like, you know. You're 17, you're still immortal, even though that happened to you. Well, I'm not dead, so I guess I'll live forever. You know, (laughs) that was part of it, and that's immaturity. But also, like, you know, growing from that and, like, being able to reflect on it now Mm -hmm. as an adult, too. Like, living with it every day, too. Like, that happened, but it's still here every day because I'm still in chronic pain from it every day. Yeah. You know, and so now... I guess part of it is it's easy to know, like, and I don't, I don't, at the risk of sounding too much like Alexander Hamilton, like, I, I know what death is like, you know, right. like, I know that's been around for most of my life now, like, mm-hmm. and there's no, there's no, like, shortage of it, this every, little death every day by being, you know, whatever's happening, like, and just like, the degeneration that I've seen since I had this happen to where I'm at now, the things I could do even after I said that I really can't do now, you know, and and just, it's one of those things where it's easier to accept because you don't have any other option, right? Like, that's it. So there's nowhere to go except be like, well, I guess I better do what I can while I'm here, right? Like, I've got every opportunity that I've got now, so I'm going to take them. And Do you I, think that that's different for people who have not gone through that? Um, I don't know what it's like necessarily for other people. Right. What okay, I, I will so. say, what I will say is, for me, yeah, I think that, and this might sound crazy, but I think that something like that needed to happen to me so that I would appreciate things more. Because instead of just being like, you know, laissez fair or whatever, is that the mm-hmm. right word? Yeah, know. yeah, it is. It's yeah. like, hey, you know, I've got this, I've got that, or okay, right. whatever. Right. And and almost expect it, and mm-hmm. or 
or think that, well, it's owed to me. So instead, it's like, wow. Right, because everybody talks about, oh, you know, you don't, you, tomorrow's not promised, tomorrow's not promised. But people don't really live that way. And I'm not saying I do every day either. Like, that's, that's, it's impossible to. It's impossible to, but you do a, a lot, David. You live and embrace it. You live and embrace life. It's like, okay, I mean, you were just telling me all the things that you and Beth were doing, mm-hmm. you know, this summer. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to do this. We're doing that. That's, that's taking it. And your art studio, it's like you're, you're doing things. And it's fun. It's great. Like, and that's the thing, I guess, ultimately, like, being in a place where tomorrow wasn't promised, literally, <laughs> right. you know, it, it's, it's a lot more concrete, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having the reminders every day that, hey, you don't, you know, like, I'm not going to live to 85. <laughs> like, that's just not going to happen for You me. don't know that. I mean... You it don't sure know. could. Who knows, I suppose. You don't right. know that. But the odds of that occurring, like, this, the things that are happening to me would indicate that my life expectancy isn't going to be an average life expectancy. Okay. If, you know what I mean? And of, of course, that doesn't mean that it's not going to. Right. But. I hope so. Uh, me too. Me too. I hope, hey, well, let's toast to that. <laughs> let's toast like, to you that. You don't have much of a drink left. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I hope, but the truth is that, I mean, and who knows what medicine will look like in 20, 30 sure. years, sure, but the truth for now is that that's probably not the case, you know, that someday I'll probably need to be in a wheelchair again, like, at some point, the degeneration is going to overtake the ability I have to do the things I do, and I'll probably be back in a wheelchair, not looking forward to it. So you bet I'm gonna do everything I can while I still can. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I don't. It's like I don't have. I don't know what the countdown looks like, mm-hmm. but I know my countdowns have been accelerated a little bit. I didn't know this. <laughs> you didn't tell me this before. I had no yeah. clue. So you know, for me, I just try and squeeze it in while I can. You know. Do you think all of this has made you a stronger person? Yeah, I think it's helped me, I think being able to recognize limitations. Like nobody wants to have limitations. Nobody wants to admit they have them. Nobody wants to think about that. Mm -hmm. But being able to, you know, get put in a place in both circumstances too, like mentally, where like I just I there wasn't I was not going to be able to to, to mentally get past where I was on my own, and being able to recognize that and say, okay, I don't want to do any type of professional counseling. This is not what I want to do, but it I have to like or else I'm not going to get any better. Right, like I'm just going to be who I am now, and who I am now is not who I want to be. That's important like, to recognize too. Being able to do that, I think, makes you stronger. Yes. Right, and like being able to recognize the limitations I have physically too, like knowing, 
that some of the things that I could do even like 10 years ago that I really can't do or shouldn't do, you know. <laughs> like I can't, like I used to be able to run still, even after my accident. Like okay. I got to a point where I was healthy enough where I was able to run and I was able to run a lot. I was running marathons. I did an ultra marathon. And then at some point, you know, the, the pain that I was having shifted into a more acute pain. Yeah, and then you can't. And it was, you know, okay, what are my options now? Go to the doctor, take okay. some x-rays. Look at these x-rays compared to 10 years ago. Oh no, no more running for you. And it's like, oh man, that's, it, that, that's hard because that was such a big part of who right. I was for a while, but it's not all that I was. So it's like, okay, that's who, that was one of the things I was, but now I have to be something else. But it's not that you have to be something else. It's what you just said is so dead on. Okay, so yes, this is part of who I was. Part of who I was. But not the whole. But not the whole. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so who else am I? Mm -hmm. What else do I do? Right. You know, that that does not define me. Right. And that's the thing, too. Like, like you were saying, like, not a lot of people know. You wouldn't know about the difficulties I have from a physical standpoint. Mm. When, if you met no. me, if you nope. interacted with me, nope. you wouldn't know nope. unless I told you. Right. And I don't tell a lot of people right away because it's not who I am. And I don't want to be looked at differently like, oh, no, well, no, we can't, got to be careful. No, I don't want to be treated that way. I don't no. want to be looked at that way. You know, it, it's not who I am. It doesn't define me. No, you know, it doesn't. It, it's 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 a part of who I am, but it's not the whole of who I am. That's I think that's important for everybody to for you know at times for us to remember. Um, at different times that I've gone through the different things, you know, it's like this is a part of who I am. It's not defining me. And I think if we can all remember that, that's. I think everybody would be a lot better right there. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty insightful. But it's hard to get to that point, too. Like, that's, that takes a while to get, at least for me, it takes a while, it took a while to get there. It's yeah. not an easy road to, no. to walk down. No, and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it, even, okay, this is what your limitations are now, and sometimes those, you know, that information is hard to swallow. It's like, okay, digest it, marinate on it. Yeah, yep, do the uh, yeah, yeah. And then try to figure out, um, okay, where am I now? What am I doing? And now who am I not changing who I am, but maybe enhancing other aspects of me that I haven't been able to show or show differently. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So quick question for you then on how have you been able to work with others? You, you do a lot of volunteer and you help a lot of people. You even had opened your own home. You and Beth opened your own home to somebody, a young man, and brought him in. Mm -hmm. The things that you've gone through, have you been able to teach other people about that and, and, and try to guide others of what you've lived? Um... Yeah, I think so. It. I. Uh, 
That's not one of my questions. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine though. But I, I, I'm just thinking through like what that looks like in my life, like how that how that manifests. Uh-huh. And I guess ultimately for me, my feelings are like I've been given so much. I want to be able to give back when I can and where I can. Right. Uh-huh. So, you know, especially like the. F- the people in my life that I, I am able to use as my support system like I, I want to be able to be that same back for them like it's not always like what do you think it's how do you feel what's going on in your life too there has to be like a give and take to that because if you're right if you're just take take taking uh-huh. you're not you're not a good friend <laughs> you're not you oh come on them. just give to me go on <laughs> Right? Like, you, that's just not, no one's going to want to have you around for very long. And so, the nice thing is, even in, like, the area we're in, where we all grew up in fairly similar circumstances, uh-huh. right? Northeast Ohio is not, you know, it's, it's a fairly similar area. Right. But everybody's life experience is so different, you know? Yeah. What, what you've seen and what's happened to you might give you a perspective for someone else that they have never seen before. Uh-huh. And so being able to, and I, I don't particularly think of myself as like, you know, a, a wise man imparting wisdom upon the masses, but like... Or what about a role model? Do you look at yourself as a role model? I, I like to, I, I try to conduct myself as one. <laughs> I don't know if anybody sees me as a role model, <laughs> but I, I like to, I, I, it, it, it's a good thing to think about how your actions are perceived yes. and how your actions are affecting other people. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too, like, it's, it's easy to only think about yourself and what you do as affecting you, but that's not true. No. You have a sphere of influence. Yes. You have people that are seeing what you're doing, that are yes. looking at what you're doing, or, uh, and and observing you, and they might not even they might not even consciously know that they're doing that either. Right. But you have influence whether you want to or not, and so it, it, it's important to be cognizant of that. I think, and it's important to you know recognize how your actions affect other people, whether it's good or bad. And I think it's, if you recognize that and you're watching yourself and you're seeing like, okay, how am I conducting myself, you know, would I want to be my own friend is a good starting place. You know, what I want to, like, not what I want to hang out with me, you know, like, because that's one thing. Like, right. hanging out with okay. people is Hanging out enough. is different. Right. Do I want to be my own friend? That's right. really... Would I be willing to invest time and effort and, and and open up to me if I weren't me. Do you know what I mean? Like right. would I would that be something that I would would I be a person that I'd want to have as a friend? I think that's a good like that's a good measuring stick. Can I answer that? Yes. Yes. Oh thank you. I appreciate that. Well we are friends, so that's true. But you know like it's easy to like you can hang out with just about anybody. But, like, actually, a friendship is different than just hanging out. Hanging out, sometimes, like, I know for myself, I don't necessarily hang out with some people who I consider really good friends. 
um, but the the bond is always there. Right. Right, and you know what that looks uh like. Everybody knows what it looks like. Someone that you haven't seen in six months, and you see them, and you pick right up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have friends all over the country, so sometimes it's difficult to hang out with them. But when we do connect, it it doesn't matter. It it feels like no time is gone. Exactly. Right. Do you, and I want to, I will look at myself like, do I, am I that kind of person? Would I want to have that kind of friendship with myself? You know, and I, maybe that sounds weird, but I think that's a good measuring stick. I think it's an awesome measuring stick. You've really learned a lot about yourself. Yeah, it's, it's been <laughs> tough. Like, it's so much easier to be, it's, like, it's so much easier to be ignorant of what's going on. Just like, just, just, I'm just here for a good time. It's so much easier, and I spent a lot of my life doing that. Like honestly, uh-huh. like and I look back on it now, and I don't, I don't, regret's not the right word, but like I'm like, man, I waste a lot of time where I could have been more impactful, and I could have been more, you know, beneficial to the people around me. I could have been a better friend, and I could have been more useful for the people that I care about yeah. instead of just, you know, being a being a bro. <laughs> Don't we all feel that way sometimes? I think so. I think, you know, I think that's an easy thing to look back and say. And I I, I don't think it's worth spending a lot of time on that. You know, like that's, you can't Mm -hmm. do anything about it, but you can do something with tomorrow. Right, the future. Mm -hmm. Do you have any sayings or phrases that you like to say to yourself to keep you on track or keep you on course? Yeah, I do. I actually, uh, my favorite... Bible verse actually is uh, Philippians three thirteen and fourteen, and I like to use that. That it's a real positive. So Philippians, the book of Philippians, is real like a real positive letter to begin with. It's, okay. it's a lot about mm-hmm. like loving the right way and being positive and yes. like being a positive influence. And so right in the middle of the letter, uh, the verse is, and I, I, I don't have like a specific translation memorized like gotcha. I just have it so the the verse goes uh, brothers I do not yet consider myself to have taken hold of it but one thing I do forgetting the past and striving what is put in front of me I strive towards the goal set forth through Jesus Christ and so that to me is like huge like that sums up a lot of what how I want my life to look like I can't do anything about what I did do but I can do something with what's in front of me, what God puts in front of me, what my life looks like, how how can I influence, how can I do better, where can I make improvements, forgetting the past, you know, you can't, that's not going to help you moving, striving towards the future of what, what you can do better. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's one of my favorite, it's my absolute favorite verse. So do you say that like when when you're struggling or to keep, remind you or to help you keep you on court, on par? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's one of those things where, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, a mantra necessarily, but, like, it's, yeah. a, it's a great thing to reflect on. It's a great thing to be like, okay, like, and I, I don't think I'm unique in the sense that, like, I can get really hung up on one bad thing, one bad interaction, one bad situation. Everybody does. Right, and everybody does, on right? it, and mm-hmm. it just kills us. it's just us. like, oh, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, and it's like... It's, and to break that cycle, 
that's one of the things I use is just a sledgehammer to go on in there and knock that out and be like, no, that's not what, that's not what I want my life to look like. That's not what God wants my life to look like. This is what I want my life to look like. This is what God's giving to me. This is where I want to go. I like that. Yeah. I like it a lot. All right. Any last words of wisdom, advice on self-discovery, helping somebody else out on that? What you've learned about yourself? Uh, yes, absolutely. I, I, my best advice, and I, I think it's pretty obvious given what I've said today, is like the most important thing I think that you can have to help discover things about yourself is to have a, a, a support system to use as a sounding board to uh-huh. to learn from. You know, if you have people that you love and trust and you can go to them and say, am I the asshole here? <laughs> you know, is it me? And, they, and they'll tell you yes, or they'll tell you no. Right. And they'll be able, that, that's huge. That's, I think, absolutely, like, for me, that's been the biggest thing to help me kind of recognize you know, where I need to make improvements, how to be a better man. As well as boundaries mm-hmm. and limitations. Right. Those things are important too. Right. And those those are lessons. So hard lessons to learn. Boundaries is hard. Boundaries are hard to make. They're hard to maintain. They yeah. They're hard to make people understand why they're important to you. Uh, and limitations are super, super hard. Like, no one wants to have any type of limitations, you know? I mean, this is America. We're all about freedom, right? Like, we don't, we don't need any limitations on anything. Right. But that's just not how the world really works. That's not how life really is. You're, You've learned a lot about yourself. I think so. I'm glad. Me too. I hope I keep learning. Well, no, you're a pretty awesome, awesome guy. You... you you just bring life and joy into everything. And I think because of everything that you've learned, you, you're able to bring that life and joy into everything. And if you had you not done that, I know my life would not have been as complete. Oh, thanks, Heather. You're welcome. It just, I think of you and I always smile. Oh, that's great. I'm glad. I hope, I hope most people do. Yeah. And not in a bad way. Like, yeah. it's just in a, like, Wow, you know, I'm glad to, to have this person in my life. I hope, I hope that's the influence I have on most people. I hope that's the act that I give to people. I think you do. I hope so. <laughs> I think you do. I don't think of anyone who thinks anything differently. No, I hope so, too. I'm sure there's a few, but... No. <laughs> David, thank you so much for taking the time out today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I hope to actually have you on again because okay. having... This, this conversation has been a lot of fun. Sure. I hope it's been fun for you, Oh, yeah, too. it's great. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to part two of my conversation with David on self-discovery. Recently, I dropped off my nine-year-old daughter to a dance class at 4.15 so she could make her 4.30 class. However, I got the day and time wrong. She sat there by herself for over an hour. She felt ignored, left behind, and afraid. When I did pick her up and after I apologized profusely, she and I talked. At one point I told her, 
that I hope she remembers this feeling and embraces it. And I hope that she has many more bad and horrible experiences in her life. When she asked me why I would want her to have horrible experiences, which I know might sound odd coming from a mother to a nine-year-old daughter, I answered, so that you know what real happiness looks like and how to find it for yourself. When people go through horrible experiences, such as a divorce, death of a loved one, watching someone truly struggle, facing death yourself, you have an opportunity to learn about yourself and become stronger and become more resilient. And in the end, you learn to appreciate life more fully. Now, do I want to see someone struggle or my nine-year-old struggle? No, absolutely not. It is gut-wrenching. I know how much my parents stressed when I was going through difficult times. I've watched friends self-destruct and it's horrible. Again, with the studies here, but studies have found when we suffer and we go through struggles and hard times, in the end, we also learn how to appreciate life more. I know David, and I don't believe that he reflects daily upon how great life is. He has his daily struggles and his ups and downs. What David does have, which others also have, is a true appreciation for living. You see it in all of his choices. He is not sitting on the computer surfing the net, watching stupid videos all day, hiding under the covers, or escaping through gaming. Not David. He travels, he creates art, he is an amazing, doting husband. He is active in his church and community, he gets together with friends, and he is a friend to others. David has faced death and watched somebody he loves dies. David knows struggles. However, he doesn't dwell on ongoing hardships and struggles, even when he knows his own looming future. He faces it. David recognizes that life is a gift, that today the present is a present. Once you learn who you are, you have the ability to accept this is now a part of you, but not the whole you. This is part of who I am. This is not the whole person. This situation doesn't define you. Don't let it define you. For example, I am a smart, fun, talented woman who has lots of friends, who is a mother who also happens to be divorced. I am not a divorced woman. This is just part of who I am, part of my past, but it doesn't define me. Who are you? And what is part of you and part of your past? Take a minute to reflect on this. And now you are on your way to discovering who you are. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have your own sunny conversation with someone today. You may visit me at www.sunnyconversations.com to view more. A special thank you to Shane Ivers for the music, What a Wonderful Day.